Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. And today we are picking up from episode 257, where I introduced a new series called The Rules of Language Learning. Now, what are the rules of language learning? Well, it's a slightly tongue-in-cheek way of me being able to get out into the world what I think are the core concepts for successful independent language learning. Of course, there are no hard and fast rules, and people break rules all the time. But there are certain things that are so that seem to me anyway to be so universally true that pretty much anyone who's looking for guidance, looking for a way forward, looking looking for a way to become a better language learner would do very, very well to follow. And it is those concepts and ideas that I aim to present in this series. So buckle up, get ready for part two of the rules of language learning. I would like to thank first, though, the sponsors of the show, the fantastic iTalki. If you're looking for language lessons, or merely speaking practice, conversation practice in the language that you're learning, but you don't have time to go and meet teachers after work or during your lunch hour or whatever it may be, then italki might just be the solution that you've been looking for. You can schedule lessons online with teachers from all over the world, and it is so easy that really nobody has any excuse not to be speaking their target language at least a couple of times a week. To get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash free lesson. All right, then. So here is part two of the rules of language learning. And we're going to start where we left off with rule number four. Rule number four is never take language learning advice from native speakers. It really never ceases to amaze me how (laughs) if you ask a a native speaker of the language that you're learning, you tell them that you're learning your language. Oh, I'm learning Italian. And they say, oh, that's great. You should do this, that and the other. It it is in. It's unbelievable how reliably bad language learning advice from native speakers is. Unless, of course, they are also polyglots and they've learned lots of languages themselves. Native speakers have no idea how to learn their own language. The fact that they are a native speaker of that language is irrelevant. What's much more relevant is the fact that they have not had to learn their language from scratch in a conscious way. Even nationalities like like German or Italian where grammar is taught heavily at school, there is a very big difference between studying the grammar of your language and trying to learn the language through the grammar from coming from a very different standpoint. Native speakers haven't had to get used to different uh, different kinds of vocabulary, different uh, kinds of sentence structure. They haven't come at their mother tongue from the perspective of a native speaker of another language. And that makes them not just unqualified, but uniquely unqualified to give advice to foreigners about learning their language. Now, if I think about the kind of advice that I've heard from native speakers over the years, it it, it all tends to be the same kind of thing, actually. And and I think what this the, the, the advice that native speakers give about learning their language tends to fall into the category of very common misconceptions about language learning in general. So I've lost track of the number of people, native speakers I've spoken to who have told me, oh, you should watch movies in my language that way, because then you'll learn to speak naturally. Well, it is true that movies have lots of natural, casual language, but 
what makes you think that that's a good way to learn? What makes you think that that movies are are accessible or or the best way to go about learning those things? What makes you think I'm going to stay motivated to watch movies when I don't understand a thing? Another common piece of advice is, in fact, I heard this one just yesterday. Someone said, you know, uh, this is a Chinese guy, and he said, when, um, when we were learning English, we used to read uh, translations. We used to read uh, novels in English with translations, word for word, on on the other side of the page. And of course, when he said used to, what he means is this is what we did at school. And he, this person, you know, went on to be a very very good English speaker, but of course it wasn't because of all the, the reading of translated texts that he did at school that made him a good English speaker. He became a good English speaker through through the school of life, which he, he went through uh, for 30 or 40 years speaking English on a daily basis. So conflating things that uh, that were done at school with, with, with the outcome over a lifetime and, and from that uh, extrapolating the idea that Things like reading parallel texts is a good thing. Almost always not a good thing. Next, this this one drives me crazy. In fact, I'm going to devote an entire episode to this uh, in a couple of episodes' time. You should read children's books in the language. Well, why do people think that? Well, because children's books are easy, right? They're written in simple language for kids. I remember when I was a kid, I when I learned my mother tongue... I read children's books. Therefore, for you as a native, as, as, a, as, a, as a second language learner, you should also read children's books. Really? Well, are you so sure that the vocabulary in those kids' books is simple? Are you so sure that the grammar is straightforward? And what makes you think I'm going to be interested reading some book intended for seven-year-olds? Again, it's not that these things can't help, but in general... These things are going to put on this pedestal as being the ultimate language learning advice. Whereas in reality, the people who are giving you this advice, the native speakers, have never once had to actually consider whether this is good advice for learners of a second language, let alone go through these things themselves as foreign language learners. So never take language learning advice from native speakers. (laughs) Rule number five. Have the same study routine every single day. Now, this is this this rule has a parallel in the world of um, of personal development, and uh, if you ever read up on things like uh, willpower, or procrastination, or getting things done, um, then you will you will hear people talk about a morning routine and talking about the power of a morning routine. Now, when you give this advice, I, 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 the reaction to this is predictable every single time. I, so I tell people, well, okay, you should have the same study routine for your languages every day. And the, and they, and the reply is, well, that's so, that, I couldn't think of anything more boring. Why would you want to suck the life out of my languages by telling me to do the same thing every day? Well, it is because that discipline in the small things leads to freedom in the bigger things. Which is to say that if you can sit down for an hour every morning to learn languages, which is what I do. It doesn't have to be in the morning. It can be in the evening. It can be during your lunch hour. But I go through the same process. I study the same, I study in exactly the same way for a period of time. My study changes over time, of course, but but generally, once you've decided to pursue a certain path of study, then you should do the same things every single day. I don't care if you find it boring or not. 
Because the real test is, does it work? And all of you guys listening to this, you're ultimately not looking for fun. You're looking to learn the language. When you study in the same way every day, the huge benefit is that it allows you to notice what's going on. It allows you to notice what's what's changing. It allows you to make small gradual improvements over time. As Tim Ferriss said in a podcast I, I heard of his um, a few months ago, if your if your daily routine or your morning routine or whatever it may be is a free for all, then how do you ever expect to understand how you learn? How do you ever expect to notice what works or not? You've got to have a routine of some kind in the way that you approach your study so that you can observe how you learn and become a better learner. And if your reply to that really is, well, I mean, Ollie, I, I'm, I'm studying a language for fun. I don't want to have this, this, these rules imposed on me studying in the same way every day. Then my response would be this. Well, would you, if I offered you the following compromise, would you, would you take it? If I offered you, if I said to you, okay, you have to be very strict with yourself for the first hour of, of every day for a period of a few months. And in return, you get the freedom to be a fluent speaker of that language. What kind of freedom would you rather have? Would you rather have the the freedom of choosing everything you do in your study, in your hour of study every morning, every day, which is a rather trivial kind of freedom, right? Or would you rather have the freedom to speak your target language fluently and then be able to go off and do whatever you want in your life as a proficient speaker of that language? These are different orders of freedom, that are afforded to you through your actions. And it's the discipline of studying in the same way every day for the same time, the same amount of time, and most likely at the same time of day as well that is going to lead to you becoming a better, more aware language learner and a more proficient speaker of that language. So rule number five is have the same study routine every day. Rule number six, look for the big dominoes, not new tactics. So what's a big domino? Well, if I asked you how many different pieces of language learning advice you've heard over the years, uh, it's going to be in the hundreds, if not in the thousands. There are so many different things that you could do to learn a language. Not only do you have the four skills, speaking, listening, reading, writing, but you have millions of potential sources of input. You have all these hundreds of thousands of study techniques and exercises that have been developed over the years. 99.9% of which will not make the slightest bit of difference to your language and your, your skills in the language, the level of your language or your knowledge. You can try all these slightly different techniques and approaches you can tinker around the edges and you might at best get a very slight improvement or notice a very slight benefit. This is why kind of jumping from one textbook to the next doesn't tend to lead to any big improvement in your language learning because nothing material is changing. I call these new tactics. Big dominoes, on the other hand, are dominoes that you can push. And you've all seen these videos right, where you push one domino at one end and that domino then knocks into the the next domino and the next domino after that and has a huge chain reaction which further down the line is capable of knocking over one huge domino but of course the force that's been generated 
by knocking over the one domino at the beginning is so big that it can achieve any effect, no matter how big, further down the line. And so the big dominoes in language learning are activities that really pack a punch. Usually these activities are pretty hard. They require a commitment. But if you do them, they will make it will have an effect in your language learning far bigger and far greater than anything else you could do. And the fact that they are, they can be seen to be difficult or require some thought or some commitment means that often we don't do them. We do easier things instead. Oh, I'll, I'll just, I'll get a new grammar book or oh, I'll, I'll try these, this new YouTube channel or whatever it may be. No. It might be fun in the moment, but it's not going to create a big effect in your learning. The big dominoes are things which will have a massive effect. So what are they? Well, for example, if you never read in your target language and you say to yourself, right, I'm going to start to read for one hour a day. And then every day for one hour, you read. That is going to have a knock-on effect on your vocabulary, on your grammar, on your comprehension, on your, your even your, your confidence in your speaking, an effect so big that you will not recognize yourself one month down the line. If you have never really spoken with people in your target language, again, very, very common. You've studied for years, but you've never really spoken. Well, what would happen if you start speaking for, say, three times a week for 30 minutes or an hour on italki? That is an effect, an activity so profound that it will completely change your the, your proficiency in your language within, I mean, even within days. And at the time of recording this, I'm just preparing for my my Italian, uh, for, to enter month two of my Italian project. And I'm going to start speaking for the first time in, in Italian. I've been uh, doing nothing but input for a whole month, haven't spoken a word, and now I'm going to start to speak, and I'm going to speak every day, and I'm going to record a little snippet from every day so that you can see over the course of one week of speaking uh, what how, how much I improve. So if you want to see that, like a live example of just how important this is, go and look for that video on my YouTube channel. Uh, you, you can see it under the Italian playlist. And just, and just notice the difference in my confidence over the course of a week. I mean, I haven't even done it yet, right? as of the time I'm recording this, but I, I just know from past experience how impactful that's going to be. These are two examples of big dominoes that you can push that will have a, a massive impact in your language learning. So when you're deciding how to go about studying your language, what should be in your route, in your weekly routine for language learning, don't just tinker around the edges. Don't go and just look for a new little resource. Think about what is missing in your language learning and what can you add to it that will have a humongous effect. So rule number six is look for big dominoes, not new tactics. All right, I think we'll call that, we'll call it a day for there, for uh, for now. That's rules number four, five, and six of language learning. I hope you enjoyed that. If you'd like to ask me a question about language learning or anything else for that matter, you can go to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash ask in order to do that. And I'm not going to leave you with a resource today because these four rules... I think, well, sorry, these three rules that we've looked at today are so important that I think what I would suggest you do is just go away and think about them and think about how you can implement these into your learning. So a quick reminder, rule number four, never take language learning advice from native speakers. Rule number five, 
have the same study routine every day. And rule number six, look for the big dominoes, not the new tactics. That's it for me. I'll see you back in the next episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. You know, one of the questions I get asked most often about language learning is how to improve your memory. Because things get so much easier when you learn new words and you don't forget them later in conversation when you really need them. So what I decided to do was to put together a a short email course. It's a three-part email course over three days that teaches you my favorite techniques for memorizing vocabulary and actually putting that vocabulary into your long-term memory. It's a short course, three days, it's completely free. And if you'd like to sign up for it, please go to IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash free memory course. 